Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Comic Source Podcast. And this is another creator-owned spotlight. We're going to be talking about another Zoot.gg campaign. And this one's a whole heck of a lot of fun. Uh, and I have a legendary comic illustrator joining me to talk about it. Bart Sears, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Jace. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I've been uh, a fan of you for so long. Never had the pleasure of meeting you in purpose, but I'm sure you hear this a lot. It all goes back to the Wizard magazines, you know, the Brutes and Babes. Brutes and Babes. Yeah. Um, give before we talk about Zoob.gg, I gotta I gotta hear kind of the the secret origin. I've never heard of how Brutes and Babes got uh, got started. So give us a little behind the scenes peek. Let's see. Uh, Garib Seamus had a comic shop. His family did in New Jersey, or maybe just outside the border of New Jersey, New York. I can't remember exactly which. And when he was starting Wizard Magazine, he went to the Joe Kubert um, Graphic Arts Studio, mm -hmm. which was ran by a buddy of mine, Mark McNabb, um, who was a Kubert graduate. And he started helping him out and doing color stuff and design stuff for him. And um, he, uh, he hooked me up with Garib to start doing covers. And I was close. And I met with him. And um, they wanted me to do some wizard designs. I don't know if you remember the first few issue, issues. There were these little wizards right, yeah. in the corners and bopping around. And even the first, I don't know how many covers had to have sort of a wizard theme mm -hmm. on them. So you remember the first one, Spider-Man had the wizard hat on and all kinds of stuff. And uh, uh, Garib just called me one day and said, you're teaching at the Kubert School. Do you want to do a drawing column? Uh, I said, sure. I said, you know, what do you want me to do? He said, whatever you want to do, it's, you know, your baby, do it. So uh, just brutes and babes hit me. And that was pretty much how it was birthed. I started from there with those two cramped pages and uh, it just grew. Yeah, it's something I think you'll always be known for. And you must have, like I said, people come up to you all the time. Uh, do you Have you ever heard from any other pros that are working now from the younger generation that that was what inspired them? Yeah, quite a number. Cool. That's yeah, it's very cool. It's, um, you know, when you're just working and doing stuff, you never think that it is ever going to affect anybody in any way, shape, or form. But it's uh, it's been pretty cool how big an impact Bruce and Babes had on a certain generation of comic fans and comic artists. Yeah, and from there to this uh, creator-owned campaign at Zoop, heads will roll. Heads will uh, roll. Yeah, so uh, let our listeners know what it, it's certainly a unique take on doing an art book, uh, and I think it's a fantastic idea. Why don't you let all our listeners know what uh, Heads Will Roll is all about? Well, I've always loved drawing headshots, and for years I've been doing them at shows and as commissions on five by eight boards. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I don't know, hundreds of scans and images of these headshots, and um, I've always liked drawing, well, you know, figures with severed heads around, you know, barbarians standing there and on the tower of heads and, you know, villains and stuff. So I'm kind of known for that. And it just came to me one day that I should do a book of all these little headshots and call it heads will roll. And it kind of merges the two ideas kind of in my mind anyways, but the book, it's a little five by eight book. It's not little, it's 144 pages right now. 
um, of just headshots of your favorite heroes from all kinds of pop fiction, comics, pop fiction, pulp, popular fiction, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's been a really long day, man. Um, So yeah, it's a, the interiors are black and white. These are a bunch of the headshots I've drawn that have been on the campaign. And this is the size they are. I guess it's easier to show them like that. Yeah, those are fan- those are fantastic. So, uh, and I- yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's pretty much it. It's a it's a simple soft cover book, um, but but pretty cool. And we've got a couple cool covers for it. So, yeah, and, and always having had this love of doing uh, headshots and heads, what is is it is it the structure? Is it uh, the fact that you can emote, like, what is it specifically about doing headshots? I mean, do you feel like that's the most important part of a, of a character? And when you're, when you are doing interiors or if you're doing any kind of full figure work, do you start with the head or do you finish? Like, give us kind of your, your breakdown. Well, to me, the head's an extension of attitude and pose. And I've always liked to think that, um, characters built on how they stand, how they move. And that goes up into the tilt of their head and their expressions. And um, I think what I like about heads is you can really concentrate on that. I mean, not every head I draw, but I really like to get the essence of characters uh, with their head and their face and sometimes their expression. Usually if I've drawn, haven't drawn a character before, I'll tend to do kind of a straight on shot because I'm just kind of figuring them out. But just the twists and turns and faces and how the different masses work together at different angles. I find that fascinating as well. And I don't like drawing likenesses. Never been good at it. Do not enjoy it. But I like drawing character heads. Yeah, I I do. I do find it interesting. I mean, so many of the great costumes and characters are certainly recognizable from just a headshot. But then you have those few that if you don't necessarily know, you know, if it's just like a Hal Jordan Green Lantern yeah. and it's in black and white, you know, it's just here's a guy with a domino mask and it could be any number of characters. So are there any particular characters that you find like more challenging to make distinctive and recognizable? Um, well, I think I've tried to, even when I've gotten more generic characters, to find something in their character or the way they've been drawn to kind of exaggerate, accentuate. I mean, my style is more about exaggeration than real life. Mm-hmm. So I've always tried to, you know, give their individual face at least something remarkable or memorable so that you could kind of spot them at a glance. And it's not always easy. I mean, you fail as much as you succeed in head drawings and expressions, especially when you're working fast in a comic. Um, hopefully you get better as you do it longer, but it's certainly one of the harder things. I mean, one of the hardest characters I've always felt to draw was Superman and getting his head right. I mean, I grew up with Kurt Swan's Superman. And to me, that was Superman always and forever. Right. And, uh, you know, I just, I'll, I'll never match that, you know? Yeah, at least he's got that 
spit curl, you know, yeah. that you can uh, look for as a visual cue. Um, Cause yeah, it, it, some, some of these are kind of tough. Um, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, I I've heard from a lot of creators that they start with the eyes because they feel like that's where they can get like emotion and they can connect with the character. But then I've talked to, and, and that's the vast majority, but I have talked to a few creators or watch them work where they do the eyes last. And it's so creepy looking. Cause I mean, there is nothing but a blank space and then they do the eyes and it looks like what this character doesn't have a soul. Uh, how do you feel about drawing eyes? And do you, do you do those first? Do you do them last? Uh, well, when I'm laying out the, the head and the expression and stuff, usually, especially if it's an extreme expression, I'll, I'll lay in the mouth first or that really broad emotional you know and, and physical thing but that's just in the rough stages i think almost always when i'm tightening it up i do the eyes first because mm. if you screw up the eyes the rest of the face doesn't matter right yeah see jim lee does does the same thing but then there are other because he has that twitch channel he has other people on there that specifically his main moderator and she's an incredible artist her name's kirihiko she always does the eyes last and jim always gives her a bad time about it because i kind of agree with you if you don't get the eyes right but uh, yeah it works for her i guess you know if yeah. you learn a certain way you know then then that's maybe that's how you know when she gets all that done she can see where the eyes fit best and right how they work maybe that's just how her mind works exactly um it doesn't work that way for me at least not that i can ever recall but I don't pay much attention to it either. Right. So, yeah, I guess it kind of goes along with the, you know, as you develop your technique and then you, what's comfortable, what's comfortable mm -hmm. for you. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do find that so, so interesting though. Um, well, we talked about who, who might be challenging, who are some characters who you never get tired of drawing their head, whether it's because of their costume or the way you exaggerate. Uh, Colossus. Um, Wolverine, Batman, I've done, I don't know how many Batman heads. Um, uh, Turok. Mm. Um, uh, those are the ones that come to mind most readily. Uh, Exo's asked for a lot, but he's always a tougher head, how that helmet fits over and stuff. It's right. It's always a lot more work. <laughs> uh, interesting that you let off with Captain Adam because he's one of those, especially if there's no color, that it can be kind of tough for people. And and he's not quite as well known as some other. I mean, I, yeah. I personally I love Captain Adam, uh, and I love your version. Of yeah. So uh, I do find that interesting. Um, well, you are doing something else a little bit different with this book too, because it's not you're not just hey these are the heads I'm going to draw. Do you want to talk a little bit about who, uh, how you're deciding who goes in the book or or how the fans are helping to decide who goes in the book yeah every, every day on uh, my social media on uh facebook and instagram and i'm going to try to get twitter in there but i've never been a big twitter user so i've got to get used to that one um you get to choose between two characters um everybody writes in their choice and i tell you them at the end of the day which i have to do today as a matter of fact that i forgot about and um, that whatever head wins, whatever character wins, that's the head I draw the next day. Tomorrow, it looks like it's going to be um, uh, Lionel. Oh, nice. From the Thundercats. Looks like he had a 
sizable lead over <laughs> yeah. Xandor from the Herculoids. So, well, probably a little more well known uh, for yeah people younger than us. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Very true. Somebody did write in. You're going too far back, Bart, <laughs> with Xandor. Oh man, I love the Herculoids. Oh no, man, me too. Yeah, not 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 to say anything bad about the Thundercats, but the Hercules. No. That was opening was one of the openings was one of the best uh, animated show openings ever. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So so yeah, listeners. But each of the headshots is also available on the campaign as an add-on. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that. Not only do the the, uh, the fans get a chance to decide, then wh- whatever you've drawn, and again, these are one of ones. Uh, if you go to zoot.gg, you can see the campaign. Uh, you'll get a chance to own the uh, the original art, and there are other uh, tiers as well. You can get obviously the you know the soft cover of the book, but then you're also doing blank covers where somebody can can get you to yep. do a headshot on the blank cover. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting to have a headshot book with a blank cover that you can actually get with your own personalized headshot on. So that's a, that's one of the other options, a sketch option. And you can also, as an option, get one of the 5A cards with the character of your choice. Yeah, and I, again, I think that's fantastic because it's great to get something that's uh, you know crowdfunded and creator-owned. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about you choosing uh, Zoop as your, your platform in a second. But the fact that, especially for uh, an art book, you're removing that layer of a publisher between you and your fans, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're building a little bit of a community and people can, um, you know, get what they want and, uh, you know, support you directly. But yep. the other part of that is, okay, not only can you get something super cool that's, you know, just available through this campaign, you can get one that is unique just for you because you're going to be the only one that has that particular yep. headshot yep. drawing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. So, great. And especially on the book cover, because that's that's yeah. kind of yeah. relatively rare. Yeah, display it proudly on your uh, top of your bookcase or on your desk or or wherever. Uh, and you did it was uh, you know right away. There's 27 days left as we record this, everybody. As uh, we release it tomorrow, it'll be 26 days. So it hasn't been going for uh, that long. You still have time, but all that being said, don't wait because you'll you'll forget. Yep. But I did Please see pledge, share, like, give us yeah. all the support you can because we need it. Yeah, the more eyes on it, uh, and I'll talk about that in a second, as I always remind everybody. But we also have a third cover. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the original main cover for Heads Roll has has been censored with black bars and stuff, so you don't recognize certain char- characters. Uh, but there's also a limited edition uh, cover with no logo, no censorship. That is. Um, just features the original artwork as it is and there's that's limited to 50. yeah that yeah which is a, another fantastic idea way to get something very limited i mean only 50. uh yep. but sp- but speaking of 50 you got 50 percent funded the first day which is uh which is fantastic um yeah is that a- was pretty shocking and really cool <laughs> yeah i mean uh because you never know you never know how these things are going to go uh, nope. and i know that's a little um or can be a little nerve wracking uh, but you chose to go with zoop.gg or we are zoop uh for the for the platform talk a little bit about choosing them what was it about zoop that you thought made it a good fit for this well originally i was going to do this on my own um but i've done some other campaigns before uh with ominous press and um there's so much work i mean it's to really just they can suck 
30 or 40 days right out of your life just to get the campaign up and running and to run it. Mm-hmm. And I was not looking forward to that. So I'd been dragging my feet quite a bit. And uh, I got, I heard about Zoop and Zoop, ah, Zoop. Zoop and got in touch with them. And uh, I loved what, what, what they offer. I mean, they take all that running of the campaign off a of creator's hands. So you can just create and do pretty much what you do every day. Obviously, a little more during the campaign with social media and trying to push it and promote it on uh, podcasts like this and different things. But you know, they'll handle all the all the uh, fulfillment, everything. I just have to provide them with the, the creative material, and that's that's perfect for me. And uh, they work for a percentage. So if it doesn't make anything, they don't make anything, just like me. So they have skin in the game as well, which appealed to me. So I think yeah, it's a that, great, and great fit. I, I feel specifically, you know, if you tried to do this on your own, I mean, it's one thing to, to crowdfund a, you know, a regular traditional comic or even an art book where, you know, you're going back through your career and, and pulling work that's already been done and, you know, curating it and then getting it printed. This particular project, because you're allowing the fans to choose, you you need a little time during the day to actually draw these headshots to get chosen. So if your time's being sucked up answering questions or dealing yep. with printers and all that, it's just, you know, cutting into yep. your your creative time, like you said. So yep, yeah, I have other work I have to do as well. So it's just like Maiden for heavy metal. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. I was going to save it to the end, but since you brought it up, uh, talk about uh, what you have going on uh, over there because that, I mean, it's heavy metal, so you know it's, it's not uh, it's not G rated. You get to go it's not for kids. Yeah, it's uh, uh, my wife and I write it. It's essentially her idea that we develop together, and um, they're basically revenge stories. Um, uh, a young woman is is violated and abused in some way, and it's a pattern of abuse. And in her toughest moment, the maiden uh, energy, this um, malevolent energy, tries to get in, and some of these maidens welcome her in, and then she goes nuts, and and it's takes over, and it becomes a revenge story. So they're they're pretty cool standalone stories. We've got about twenty of them lined up for heavy metal, so we got a lot a lot of them to get to. But they're pretty cool, and I explain stuff terribly, so it's a lot <laughs> better than it sounded by what I just. No, said. it's uh, yeah. So for any Marvel fans out there, you know that Captain Universe energy that goes around, and think of it like that, but for women that are have had it up to here and they're ready to to have some revenge ready to snap and they do exactly that's pretty cool exactly it's pretty cool uh so is there anything else about the the campaign that that uh that people need to know bart anything else that our Um, our listeners should be aware of well hopefully we'll be doing some maybe some live sketch broadcasts and um different uh stuff coming up we might have a couple new things we're trying to get a uh, National Headshot Day going. If we can get that rolled out, that would be cool. But we'll see if we can make that happen. Um, but no, it's just a it's a cool little art book, 
and uh, I think it'll yeah, look great on people's shelves. Yeah, and for for retailers, you do have a, a yeah, there's an option, right? Retailer option there as well. Fantastic. I don't know if that's available for the sketch covers or not, but maybe it should be. I don't know. Well, if you're a retailer and you're curious about that, reach out to, to Zoop and uh, I'm sure they can get that worked out. Uh, but yeah, go to zoop.gg, check it out there. I'll put a link in the show notes, everybody. So you can go and you can check out Heads Roll Roll. Um, and Bart does have some process uh, videos on there already of uh, from his YouTube channel where he's drawing yeah. some of these you can things. see if I start with the eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's like good to look at that now. Yeah, and uh, a, so a few of the one of one headshots have already gone, um, yep. but there are still some uh, available. And then obviously throughout the campaign, and, yeah, there'll be a uh, new one every day. Yep, there'll be a new one every day. Um, and the other thing that I'll mention, as as Bart kind of alluded to earlier, even if this is not for you uh, for whatever reason, or you just don't have the, you wish you could join the campaign, but you don't have the the means right now. That's perfectly fine. The best thing you can do to help Bart out is to share it on social media, right? We need as many eyes on this thing as possible because we want people who do have the ability to join the campaign and really want to, to know that it's out there. I mean, I I know it's just, there's so many things going on that it's real easy to miss, to miss stuff. So, uh, the best thing you can do, yeah, just put it out. Put it, yeah, throw it on your Twitter, throw it on your Facebook. Um, you know, tell your friends about it. Mention it to your uh, comic retailer. You know, people at your comic shop, because I mean, it is a really cool and unique idea. And um, you know, I love the fact that your fans are getting to uh, contribute by helping to vote on 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 what you get. Because yeah. I, I mean, going back to the Brutes and Babes thing and your uh, you know career teaching at the the Kubert School you seem to really enjoy it. You seem to really have um, a passion for, you know, sharing your artwork and sharing your technique and, you know, teaching people how to, how to do it. And, and, you know, I used to, I, I, I don't draw, but I used to read those uh, brutes and babes just because it was interesting for me as a comic fan to understand the process, you know, and you get more out of the book and things like that. Yeah. I've always felt there's a, a lot of how to out there. I, I've always tried to get to the why. Like, why do you make a decision? Why mm-hmm. this instead of that? Why, you know, break this into two panels instead of making it one? You know, I find that more fascinating and interesting. And I, one of the reasons I like teaching is often when you're working, you don't think about the why. You just do stuff and you're just processing and you're going along. Because comics, you generally have to do pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So when you have to teach, you have to stop and think, why did I just do that? And then it, I think it, it makes you a stronger artist and then you're more easily able to articulate to others. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true of any subject. You know, it's one thing to, to know it yourself, but if you really want to know something, teach somebody else about it. Yep. You know, just I hearing agree. yourself talk about things out loud and whatnot. And then the other part of this um, that I love that you're doing with heads will roll is you're doing it in black and white. So you can really see that technique. You can see the line work, um, yep. you know, because so much of that matters. And some of that stuff you lose when things get colored. Yeah, line weights. Computer coloring. Yeah. yeah line weights, textures, uh, those kind of things. And so, yeah, I, th- I think it's great. And uh, again, there's about 26 days left as we release this. And here's what's another thing that's so cool about this campaign. This isn't where, okay, I'm going to go and, and pledge. And then I'm just going to wait till my book shows up. I'm going to check in every day and see 
Yeah. What's the new? What's, what's the new headshot? Who are yeah. the new characters? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Somewhat interactive. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And that's another part of what I was saying earlier, where when you do these sort of crowdfunding um, campaigns, that it's also part of building the community and you get to interact with uh, certain right. fans. So I, I have to imagine, you know, based on that 50% the first day that your fans have, have showed up for this, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. And, and it's, it's fun because, you know, Zoop has a great idea and it's fun to be able to help build them as well. And the small way that, you know, heads will roll can help. That's, I like that too. Yeah. It's fantastic. So again, everybody, there's a link in the show notes or you can just go to zoop.gg uh, and find the campaign that way. But either way, go check it out. Heads will roll. Check in, you know, every couple of days, because like uh, Bart said, there's going to be new stuff there constantly. Now, if people want to go and vote, Bart, you mentioned your Instagram and your Facebook. I'll put links to those and your Twitter as well in the show notes for, um, for people Thank to you. go. Um, do you, do you know off the top of your head what your uh, Twitter or Instagram handle is? Uh, not at all. Okay, so go go to the show notes, everybody, uh, and click there, and uh, you'll be able to find them. Give them a follow. But if you search me on Facebook or, or Instagram, you'll find me pretty quick. Yeah, great. Uh, and uh, again, Bart, it's been great chatting with you. Uh, hope. To yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate this and the chance for getting the word of heads will roll out there. Yeah, again, I think it's a, a fantastic idea for an art book, um, and I mean, just just everybody, just go to the page and look at some of the headshots that are there already. The Captain Adam, big favorite. I love the Captain Britain as well. And yeah, I, I think the Noctera, now that was probably a character that you weren't familiar with, you know, just- Not at all. Yeah. You know, so brand new from from Scott Snyder and Tony Daniel. That's a great looking one as well. Yeah. Um, Berserker too. I didn't even know some of these characters existed, to be honest. Yeah. So- I, when that happens, do you just go and do like a Google image search to try yep. to get an idea of, yep. of how you want to break yep. it down? Okay, cool. Yep. And I just did Elric tonight and um, I had never drawn him before. Of course I'd seen him. I mean, right. he's been around longer yeah. than I have, but uh, you know, I read his character description in his Wikipedia, mm -hmm. and, you know, tried to bring that into what I was drawing. So so is that is that more fun for you at this stage, or would you rather do somebody that you're more familiar with? I, it's a little of both. They're different kinds of fun, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, with somebody I know, I can just settle in and you know really play with the character. With somebody I don't know, I've got to kind of um, you know try think a different way to try to capture that character right. for the first time and hope I succeed. Don't always, but you hope to. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to start checking the page. Uh, Cause I think the first time I went was on the first day and there was, you know, there weren't many and I hadn't been back since, uh, you know, earlier today. And I was like, Oh, Noctera. Oh, Captain Adams. So yeah. And the Captain Britain again, <laughs> uh, pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing who else I'm looking forward to, uh, to having this on my bookshelf as well. So uh, again, awesome. best, thank you. Yeah. Best of luck with the campaign Bart, everybody. Uh, go and check it out. And like I said, even if uh, it's not for you or you don't have the means right now, just please share it on social media uh, so other people can get a chance to join the campaign. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, we appreciate all you listeners uh, tuning in, or if you're checking us out on YouTube, we appreciate uh, you watching. We appreciate the support and uh, we will talk to you next time. 
You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.